prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 50 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Big Bad Sasquatch sitting here with Comrade Tommy. Hello. And Justin, a.k.a. J-Bone. Hello. We got a lot of updates. Mm-hmm. A lot of news. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Well, there's a lot crazy. Because everything's crazy. That's pretty much everything we cover is crazy because people are fucking stupid. This week seemed to go under the radar, though. It didn't seem like a it was huge l- news week, but on the board, you wouldn't know that. It's low-key sketchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A low-key things. We're here for you. We got them. You're going to hear about them. But first, Comrade's Corner. <laughs> Welcome to another Comrades Corner, the lowest of the keys. To start things off, history in the making. Benjamin Netanyahu becomes Israel's longest serving leader. Congrats and hats off. Mostly because it drives the left completely mad. Just because he won. Honestly, don't know much about the guy. Personally, not a big Israel supporter. Not a big Palestinian supporter either. I've just seen enough to see they've both had their hands in the fire for fuckery. Either way, congrats. Glad the left lost again. Suck it, losers. And yeah, I'm that petty. Next up, Amazon. They're listening to your Alexa. Okay, we knew this, right? Well, you should have. We've been talking about it before. We all, and I am fully aware that I'm on a hot mic at home nonstop. I do my government secret selling in the shed anyways. But... Interestingly enough, they won't do anything about it if they do record something, criminal or not. So says employees tasked with the listening. They listen for key words on recordings, like Taylor Swift. Find out the context, send it to a folder, and then someone else teaches the system how to learn and understand human speech better. Sounds great, right? Well, no, it sucks. But it makes sense. What has happened from time to time is what's really disturbing, or, oddly, 100% ethical. Quoted from a Bloomberg article on the topic, sometimes they hear recordings they find upsetting or possibly criminal. Two of the workers said they picked up what they believe was a sexual assault. When something like that happens, they may share the experience with an internal chat room as a way of relieving stress. Amazon says that there's procedures in place for workers to follow, and when they hear something distressing. But two Romanian-based employees said that after requesting guidance for such cases, they were told it wasn't Amazon's job to interfere. We take the security and privacy of our customers' personal information seriously. So, if you take their word for it, is this what we want from the big big brother we've welcomed into our home? A silent observer? Or would we rather they intervene? call the authorities quite a conundrum let us know we'll have an article on on the topic on facebook and twitter 
and I'm sure we'll discuss it here in a minute. Next up, we have some upsetting news. Not sure you've heard about it, but there was an attempted terrorist attack thwarted by law enforcement about two weeks ago in D.C. It was a small blip on the news, if I recall, but now some newer details are emerging. How close was the terrorist to a successful mission? Well, he had a plan to take a truck, like many do in Europe these days, and drive through a crowd. He stole a U-Haul truck, parked it at the area he designated for the attack after driving around the city for hours, and, by the grace of God, decided that the crowd was not big enough that day. So he waited a day, hiding in a nearby boat dock. And that is the only reason innocent lives were spared. Police noticed that next morning of the delayed attack that the U-Haul truck was stolen, finding the idiot's ID in the BMW he left in the same garage he stole the truck from. Thankfully, an observant police officer happened to see him jump the gate of the boat dock he was hiding in overnight. And now, he gets to suck Bubba's dick, he does not get his virgins, and he goes directly to jail. Happy endings, but close calls. To finish up, we have some history in the making. The first ever picture of a black hole has been captured. That's cool. And that's enough about that. That's Comrade's Corner. Well, congratulations, Mr. Netanyahu. Yeah. Nothing Mm -hmm. makes me happier than to watch leftists be sad. Yeah, and that's basically all that was. <laughs> well, I mean, for us at least, I was listening to something, and I can't remember what I was listening to—radio or background TV noise. Mm-hmm. But apparently, there's a lot of leftist media in Israel, and that's one thing that's always baffled my mind: is leftist Jews. Yeah, that's yeah. A- Really? I would have never thought there was a lot of leftist media in Israel. Yeah. Because there's not really much of a leftist politics in Israel. But leftist Jews. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Boggles my mind. I mean, I'm not a a, a Jewish expert by any means. But just what they're they're advocating for as of late. And maybe it's not as bad in in Israel, maybe. I I don't know. I mean, I was listening to when... Rogan recently had mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro on, and to listen to Ben Shapiro talk, I mean, it's not he he, he just wants to be left alone. I think yeah. it's a lot of people that are Jewish out there as well as like Americans in general. I mean, that's kind of what the country is founded on: do mm-hmm. what you want, leave me alone, don't hurt other people. Right. But I mean, he doesn't object to people doing things. He objects to, I mean, it's not, he doesn't care himself what you do, but it's his moral compass, his religion as an Orthodox Jew is, it's pretty, it's pretty rigid. Yeah. But that's their ideology and that's fine. I just know if, if, if there are, if there's a lot of Jewish people on the left and it doesn't make any sense if they are even in the ballpark of what Ben Shapiro is talking about, like. How you can be a leftist? I don't understand it. Well, and he he's talked about that on his show before too yeah. about how there is a huge population of 
the Jewish community that's liberal mind that, that, that vote liberal. I just don't understand that, it. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. But on top of that, I was going to go into going deeper with the Israel election and everything. Apparently, it really didn't matter either way. Like, the leftists just wanted Netanyahu gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the other guy would have won, it wouldn't have been much different because he was like a center right anyways. Yeah. You know, so... But their their elections are weird too. Yeah. Different than ours. So Amazon and I'm gonna segue mm-hmm. quick from Amazon. Did y'all see the video of the blimp? Yeah, I did see that. And the drones. Yeah. That is fucking terrifying. Yeah. I did not. You oh haven't seen that? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. They're unveiling they're they're unveiling like legit massive blimps with delivery drones. They're to just deliver fucking packages. shitting out the bottom of them. Drones out of the bottom of this blimp. Hmm. It's terrifying. That's even more terrifying than what what they were already wanting to do with the drones where they just cuz they they revealed the drone thing a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, but then to have a blimp yeah, no, just it's like shitting a, them out like bombers. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. What it, like. it is awful. God, if they could just go back to World War One with the Zeppelins and war and everything else, with the, you know, if they could just have all those drones as well, because yeah, Zeppelins were a big thing back then. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it'll revolutionize the mail service and the military. Yeah, but I'm just saying that the mail service is the mail service. I mean, they'll still put it in somebody else's box. Most somehow. people like will choose to have. FedEx or UPS drop their shit off their ordering stuff, I would think. Well, I mean... I mean, especially if you want it quicker. It'll, I'm it, not relying on the post office. If you're doing if you're doing this drone thing, like it, they might just... Oh, man, what if they just had their warehouses on these fucking blimps just cruising around? Just full of products. But, oh, yeah, uh, we can get that to you in four hours if you want it. Well, they already have that in certain cities, you know. Like, yeah, you, like if you they, live in Chicago and stuff this... like that, you can get it within an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. I didn't yeah, they know weren't that. flying this blimp over like rural I, Iowa. Honestly, or I Illinois. think it looked like they were flying it over one of the old nuke towns in like the desert. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, I would imagine that that's a Seattle yeah. area type thing, mm-hmm. probably. That's no. If I saw that thing flying, no, no. No, no. You know what's going to happen. This is going to fly over here, and all these rednecks are just going to shoot the son of a bitch. Yes. I might Woo-hoo, be one of them. Free product. That Amazon blimp hijacking is going to be a thing. Mm. <laughs> be kind of cool. Next Fast and Furious. See, this is going to fuck jetpacks. Yeah. We're not going to get jetpacks, though. Yeah, we're not going to I don't know if I'd be on a jetpack because I don't do heights. There are technically jetpacks now, though. I'm saying legit ones that could, like, beam your ass up to the Amazon blimp so you could hijack that damn thing. They're they're pretty legit jetpacks. Look them up. They're pretty crazy, but they're not. No, 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 no. Those are different. Those are actual. Those are, like, jet ski jetpacks. Those are different. But they have, I mean, yeah, they they have, like, legit. They're not, I mean, you can't just get them. I'll have to look it up just like yeah. you'll have to look up. We'll look it up tonight. Yeah, yeah. we'll find In the blimp. Yeah, because yeah, I want to see that. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, I, I just look at it like... And they had in the freaking... They, I don't know if it was their video or a video of it. Flight of the Valkyrie was playing. <laughs> I don't think that was their video. <laughs> it, it made it even scarier to me. I, I don't like, think they would want that. I don't think that's good product advertising. 
but yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you admit you have a hot mic in your house. I know times. I have. I've never not admitted that. <laughs> True. But that is kind of a weird situation, you know? Like, if these guys hear, like, a rape, do you, would, would you want them to say anything, or would you want them to stay silent observers? I don't think they should be recording at all. Yeah. Right, I agree. But if they're going to, should they pre- should they pretend like they're not and use the data they're using to make their AI smarter or whatever they're doing doing to have videos pop up or to have products pop up on your phone and whatever. All that fun stuff, whatever, it. whatever. I don't know. I mean, I, I I I can see it both ways. I don't like it either way. No, I agree. I agree. I don't want them to have a hot mic in my house to begin with, but and I don't really care about that, but we talked about when we were talking about the social media bias and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way they should be limiting people on there is if somebody is committing a crime. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what like like uh, we were. But we're not actively posting on this fucking Alexa. No, we're going about our day to day business in our house. Well, no, that's not necessarily. So they're they're claiming, you know, this is whether you believe it or not. It's only recording the stuff that happens right after you say, hey, Alexa, or whatever the trigger word is to turn it on. And that's what it's recording. Then it's taking that recording, and then there's certain people who are tasked with certain things. Like, okay, you're looking for Taylor Swift all day today. That's what your job is. And they find recordings that say Taylor Swift. In those, I mean, but what if... You, okay, let's... If we're just sitting in the living room, it's not listening. So says Amazon, so says Google. Well, no, it technically is. But it's not just sitting there recording, but Google and Amazon, both their devices, um, and just like your phones as well, it, it, it starts to record, it doesn't hear anything, shuts off. Goes on, shuts off, shut, goes on, and it's waiting for you to say it. That's when it hears you say, hey, Google, or hey, Alexa, or... Hey Siri or whatever, so it technically does. Yeah, but it's not recording; it's just hearing. Right. It, it, it's but it, recording, it is, recording, yeah, recording is a little bit, is, is a little bit different. That, I, I I'm not getting into that conversation with you. My thing is the damn thing. I don't care what they say. I don't care debunk videos, whatever. It's there. They're taking advantage of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I I'm not I'm not faulting you. I'm so just all saying. I'm saying, what I was gonna get at is we were before like when we were before we were talking about the podcast, we go to Tommy's house and hang out. Mm-hmm. That's how the hot podcast became to be a thing. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, we were trying to listen to music? What was it? Oh, it was, uh, beats Be- between the Be- sheets. Beats between the sheets. So okay, so what <laughs> if you were to play, say, "Hey Google, Alexa, play beats between the sheets," mm-hmm. and it did it, and you start slogging your wife, and you were role playing, and she wanted you to call her Taylor Swift. That no, shit. No, 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 see, it's not recording. No, it's not anymore. recording anymore. It only re- okay. So this is this is how it works. I say, "Hey Google, Lot of search blah. for X." After I say X, it stops recording. Mm. It might record for a couple seconds after that, it but says. it's it's not. It's done. It says. So it says. You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some pervy motherfucker that's listening to that Taylor Swift, hoping for that scenario that I just laid out. Whatever. But anyways, so that's what they're using it for. 
or that's why they're recording it, and that's why they're using that data is to to quote unquote make Alexa smarter and easier to use for everyone. So like, if somebody has a slur or a lisp or something like that or a stutter, those things are teaching Alexa how to talk to someone who has a slur, a stutter, a addiction to alcohol. I don't you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, fuck Alexa, fuck fuck Google. Um, I morally morally object to those devices, but then again, I'm going to go towards what I've said in the past and what we've talked about. Let's get rid of warning labels. If you actively have this in your house, you shit in your own bed. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I live. Yeah. I personally, to get on the topic at hand, I say silent observer. I don't care what they hear. I don't want them to call the cops. I'm not going to get it. I don't, I just said what I said. Yeah, I don't even see how they would, you know, hear anything if they're only listening to what you are Googling or well, asking them, so, you know. Hey, Alexa, I'm raping this bitch. I mean, nobody's ever going to say that. Well, so how would they I'm, hear? My thing is, how would they ever hear anything anyway? What I'm thinking, so there, that was only one example. The, another example was kids, like, crying for help. And the that was an example that they said happens a lot. Because they know that they can talk to the Google or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you have five, six-year-olds who are like, hey, Google, help me. My parents are gone or whatever. They've been gone all day, whatever, you know. And it's like, technically, their policy is not to do anything. And it's weird. And it's like a a weird deal, but I agree with it. I think that's a good – I think that's good. They should not. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, how do you know the kid's not just being stupid? Well, that and all. Yeah, exactly. You don't know, and you don't have the legal right to. I agree. Investigate. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is weird because it gets those situations where, like, what if this kid's been in this house for five days and he's gonna die? Well, maybe he should have been taught to bake call a grilled cheese. Nine one one and grilled cheese. I mean, let's go further than just cook himself a grilled cheese. I like, think I think that's where they should have started, though. That'd be a great parent. I don't. I don't want my kids making grilled cheese. I trust your kids to make me grilled cheese. Shit, no. I trust. I trust them to make me. What's something more dangerous than grilled? There's not really a lot of things. That's like really crazy. It's a stove. <laughs> Let's just draw the line already. <laughs> make fried chicken. They'll make me some fried chicken. But no, yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Technology, eh? Yeah, kudos to the was it? What police department was it? What about police? The terrorists? Oh, uh, DC. It would have been kudos to the DC police. Yep. Yeah. Probably Port Authority on the on the Botox. I don't know. Good. Yeah, that's crazy. It was just happenstance that he was there, mm-hmm. and just happened to see him jump the thing. Because they the police that found the stolen U-Haul probably wouldn't have found the truck before he got the job done. Like he's jumping the fence to go do the job. And that guy's just like, why is this guy jumping the fence? It's good shit. Yeah. So, on to the updates. Yes, the updates. J-Bone, do we have something about our favorite anti-Semitic... Bitch? Congressman? Congresswoman? Yeah, actually I have a sound. I'll just play it from my phone. Congressperson? It is only a couple seconds long. Congressman. There we go. Stop. Stop. I wasn't ready. Nope, I wasn't ready. 
Goodness. And you want to be a producer. He wasn't ready. All right. Yep. So she said something else stupid. And it uh, just, it irked me. It irked me. So here, I'll try to just play it through the mic. CARE was founded after 9-11. Because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Yeah, so talking about care, she, she said care, care at the beginning. And, that is C-A-I-R. Yeah, and care, that, that, if you don't know, is a designated terror group. Yeah, uh, and to say, just <coughs> be, and to just talk about 9-11 is such a, brush offy way just you know some people did something that really pissed me off and it's just one more thing another tally on the terrible things she is constantly saying we're gonna we're gonna get to it later in this episode but she did exactly what certain left or certain leftist uh, congressman accused Candace Owens of doing. She made light of evil people. Some people did something. Some extremist Muslims killed Americans For nothing other than their extremist causes. That's not some people did something. No, that's more than a thing. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's all I had on here. Just something that pissed me off and wanted to... Not the, even... ca- the case keeps building. Yeah. I mean... She needs to go away. Yeah. I mean, she's going... They, they have to do something eventually. Like, it's just every... You're right. It is every two weeks. Yeah, she says something ridiculous. One either anti-Semitic, anti-American, like. Well, I can understand the anti-un-American, anti-American. She's not an American. She was a Somali refugee. They should send her ass back. Yeah, it's that that Rashida Tlaib. She got her ass owned this week by somebody. Laid the smack down on her, but I can't remember what she said, but I'm happy to see it happening. Yeah. Oh, I remember that too. I can't The fresh new faces of Congress. No, shut up. Go away. The fact that Ilan Omar is on the, uh, what is it, the Foreign Affairs Committee or some shit? I think she got pulled, didn't she? Did she? Well, she that's might good. Have, actually, I'm going to, don't quote me on that. If she did, that's what, if she hasn't, she needs to be. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. She it's ridiculous. Been, Somebody who's as anti, I mean, just her stance on Israel. Openly anti-Semitic. Like, yeah. you can be against... Okay, see, this is this is where people get confused. It's like... Because there's a lot of the people on the left that are arguing, like, she can argue against Israel, and that's that's okay. And you're, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, you're you 100% can. right. Yeah. I do not support everything Israel does. I don't support everything Palestine does. I don't think either one of them are the good guy. I honestly think they're both the bad guy. Okay, but the United States' stance is right. we are with Israel. That's fine. But as if I was a congressman, I would not 
like swear allegiance to you don't Israel. Have to swear allegiance I know, I know. I'm getting to a point. My point is, she says extremely anti-Semitic things. She's not denouncing our relationship with Israel. She's not denouncing Israel's policies on things. She's denouncing the Israeli people yep. or their way or their how they do things or tropes, just saying things that are just uh, – can't even think of the word right now, but like uh, I mean, exaggerated not- things about I- Israeli people. Yeah, I mean, if she's not removed, she should be. Stereotypes. That's what I could Yeah, okay. Yeah. She's openly anti-Israel. Yeah. And just ridiculous she is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send her back. Speaking of terrible people. Got another one. Um, Allison Mack. Uh, we mentioned this way back in the teen episodes, I believe. This was a long time ago. This this came out. It was right when all of the um, pederast shit was blowing up. In so you said in the teens? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> the teen. No, that's, that's not even where I was going, but that's funny. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but, it's not uh, what it is. No, um, but um, yeah, that just shows you how slowly the justice system works. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't the, know how far teens, back it was. If it was in the teens, I mean, that's almost a year ago. I mean, for shit's sake, not it's, next week's episode, but the episode after that is going to be 52. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, and we had the first months. episode was had like a four-month hiatus in between them, but yeah. this was about the time of year where we... we Got back into it, yeah. Got back into it and have done one every week since. Yeah. So, yeah, that just But, yeah, me. so this is the in the middle of the Harvey Weinstein madness and <coughs> a handful other of the uh, guys that had their madness going on. But anyways, she was apparently um, in this sex cult. N-X-I-V-M. And they had 32 or something like that sex slaves that were in, um, which would be uh, this Rainier guy. But basically, they were keeping them and they all went there willingly, and then slowly it became unwilling. And uh, but she's been indicted on sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, conspiracy to commit forced labor. Uh, she previously pleaded not guilty to the charges, and now faces 15 years to life if convicted. Um. She recruited women into the group under the ruse that it was a network of self-help programs. Ended up being more like a pyramid scheme with courses costing thousands of dollars. Much like, uh, it's that religion out in L.A. 
that all the crazy Tom Cruise is in it, Scientology. Okay, yeah. Much like that. Um, but yeah, this Keith Rainier, she was, she was coercing many of the slaves into having sex with this guy. And then Mac was being paid for her uh, work. There were as many as 50 of the women that were held by these people. And Allison Mack, yeah, if you're not uh, knowing who she is, she was on the show Smallville. She played, uh, I can't remember what was her name. She played like the friend of Clark Kent, the blonde one. But uh, yeah, craziness. And yeah, this is over a year since this came out, and now she is finally... Just pleading guilty, like not even going to prison or anything yet. What what's a Smallville? It's a TV show, you freaking Neanderthal. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I really got on her. That's crazy. I really liked her, and I found out she was crazier than most people. But there's that. So yeah. Some more juicy, sizzly deliciousness come out of the molar stuff. Ooh, do tell, do tell. This is my favorite topic of all time. Bar today, or maybe it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. It doesn't really matter. It was this week. I think he said next week that the redacted version of the molar report will be available, I think, to the congressional committees. Oh, I thought it was going to everybody. I don't know if it's going to everybody yet. I think I think Congress gets first dibs. That's possible. Because it goes to the, you know, whatever, this, that, blah, blah, blah committee. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. It's good. Also, he, this morning, or this afternoon, today, Wednesday, he was in front of one of those committees, and he said that he thought that there was some horse cockery, not... My words, not his. Um, about the uh, wiretapping and the spying on the campaigns. And he's going to be looking into it. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's huge. And it's obvious to everybody who's been paying attention for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Three years, whatever. So that's good. That's very good. Well, it's just it's, it's another thing added to the list of the mainstream media Claiming things are just conspiracy theories. I mean, you go on Wikipedia and look at Spygate, and what does it say? It, it says, says conspiracy theory right there on the Wikipedia page. It says it's a false conspiracy theory. Yeah. I can't wait till it comes true. I want you, because you do things like change just the parks with Wikipedia. <laughs> Some things you can't change, though. Oh. They lock you out. I would love um, if I don't you were able to change. Can, I don't even know if we can change I would love. Anymore. I would love if you, when it comes out to be true. The second you find the news out, just immediately go there and edit it. I'll see if I can. But, yeah, some <laughs> things they lock you out on because they know people are going to fuck with it. I yeah. thought that was the fucking hilarious when you showed me what you did. This yeah, time. dude, it was up there. For, okay, so our our hometown, very small town, you know, had a Wikipedia page like most things do, you know, and it didn't really have any information on And I thought, well, man, this needs to be spiced up a little bit. So I just randomly put... In the paragraph describing Sister Park, I was like, also the home 
hometown of Justin Rogers. And it was up there for years. And then we had uh, WCIA did that whole uh, oh, yeah, Our Town series thing that they do through the summer. And we had the Our Town Sister Park. And they came and, well, someone decided they wanted to make sure they spruced up our Wikipedia page to make sure it looked good. And the shit got deleted. <laughs> but... Whatever. I, I. It's not like you even put false information on there. No, well, it was literally my hometown. It is. So. Poor shizzle. Whatever, bitches. Yeah, I saw a clip and I did not gather it. Because I don't think you guys really want to listen to Joy Behar. No. no one does. But she was talking to some asshat guests they had on. And, you know, they were talking about, oh, it's okay when Obama does it. Obama did it because... It was for national security. Mm-hmm. No, he was part of this conspiracy. That's exactly what this was. They were trying to thwart an election. Find, th- 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 yes, but after the fact, trying to get rid of the orange man. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you think about the orange man. If this was happening on the other side, it's still shitty. Yep. If Trump in 2020 spies on whoever the hell out of the fucking 37,000 other Democrats running for for president. If he orders this, it's ridiculous. It has to predicate something actually going wrong, which nothing did. This right. do, this Pissgate dossier was opposition research and false opposition research at that. Yeah, not and a cre- not a credible anything. You have to have a credible predicated thing to get a FISA warrant. Right. And, and they didn't. None of this was. And on top of that, like something else that they're talking about, all the left is up and down, left and right, about how Trump is, has gleaned through the Mueller report. The redacted version is Trump's copy or whatever. And Trump's never seen it. Uh, Barr said Trump's never seen it. Like, they're just, oh. Uh, they're never going to give it up, like even when it's done. No. They're still going to be like, nope, Trump rigged it, blah, 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 blah. In, I mean, in their He's defense. not a legitimate president in their mind. No, and they never will be. But what I th- found interesting is those people don't matter. The people that do matter are the people that already stopped watching CNN. Oh, yeah. And they're like, you know what? I'm probably going to vote for Trump. Or the people that are so blown away that we've been right, that they're just like, I'm fucking done with politics. Yeah. Give they, it up. And they just walk away from it. Because I have a couple of buddies like that, like, who were, like, I mean, very, very intelligent on politics, but were behind the anti-Trump crowd the entire way. And now they're just like, I mean, I can't be that wrong. And expect to be able to have a conversation about this kind of stuff anymore. Like, I, I was dead wrong. So, I don't want to shit on your buddies. Mm. But how intelligent were they? Where were like, they? Where were they getting their information from? <laughs> no, no, no. Their intelligence was based on like their own research of interested. Like, hey, I would like to learn about socialism and why so many people follow socialism. So they would read about socialism and read read like books by by Karl Marx and read these books and be like 
okay, I can see how people did it. It's still dumb. You know, they were never... Mm. Okay, you're okay. then you were generalizing their intelligence because to be anti-Trump, you're believing every bit of disinformation that's out there. Well, they did, but not every bit. Like, I mean, there were certain things they, would, they might not believe, but the, the moral of the story was like, okay, hey, he probably colluded with the Russians. It seems like he colluded with the Russians. And it's like, mm, I don't know, man. See, here's this stuff that says he didn't. It's like, yeah, but I mean, that just seems like bullshit because Breitbart is one of the people that were pushing the the thing really hard and when Bannon was in charge of Breitbart it really wasn't the most credible news source he pushed a lot of right agenda and not a lot of center news like it, it has gotten much better but I can understand why people didn't trust Breitbart's news and Breitbart and Alex Jones and that group were the only ones saying this is what's happening with the Spygate stuff and all that stuff way back at the beginning. And now it's mainstream, but it wasn't then. So those people were all like, no, man, none of that shit's real. That shit's all garbage. And they were wrong. And they know they're wrong. But with that knowledge, they're just like, I'm out. You know? But that was an interesting thing I didn't expect to happen was that kind of stuff. But people yeah. just like walk away from it and just be like, I'm very knowledgeable on politics, but I was so wrong on this that I just don't even want to deal anymore. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to judge them. I don't know. Yeah. They, I, I'm just saying, I don't I don't want to shit on your friends. I don't know them. No, no, no. That's fine. It just seems like they, uh, they don't have a very good gut. Or There's a lot of people that didn't. Yeah, well, I'm just saying there's a lot of people that don't have any common sense either. No, for sure. But I mean, there's a lot of people on. I'm the not right. saying your buddies don't have any common sense. No, no, I know you. I know what you mean. But I mean, there's a lot of people on the right that saw the Mueller investigation in the beginning. I even, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty in the very beginning when it yeah, first started. Yeah, I was were. like, I was like, hey, I'm not discounting that this is isn't a possibility because the only people that were saying anything against it were the crazies. Who now we know aren't that crazy? Would you consider Rush Limbaugh crazy? Huh? I d I really didn't listen to Rush back in back in twenty. I don't listen to him that much anyway. But I'm just saying he was there. He was right there with. Yeah, him. but I I wouldn't have known. I did. I listened yeah. to a lot yeah, of. Yeah, he was right there. Mm -hmm. No, this is horse shit. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. Good show. I wish I could listen to it more. Yeah, I do now. I like Rush. I like him, and I and I said like when we started doing the podcast like. He doesn't go deep enough for me. He's starting to go deeper, and I kind of like it. Good. Some things I've heard. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, every once in a while I can hear I'd, some I'd, stuff. But. I would hear him, like, you know, he's talking about Bush, baby Bush, and whatever, and, like, he's not talking about him as much. He's talking He's talking about this globalism, this uh -huh. global agenda shit. Yeah, and for good. sure. Who was the first president in a speech to talk about globalism? H.W. H.W. Don't do that. Don't do what? What you're doing. Oh, why? Just don't do it. You might fuck something up. Don't push the button. Turn it on. That's loud. Turn, turn it on and leave it on. on. Alright, whatever. I'll cut that out. Um, yeah, so that's good. So, 
Do you want to do border or do you want to do 2020 first? Yeah, we'll do border. It's already up. And uh, it's exciting because I have a quote from a CNN article about the border situation right now. Donald Trump told a roundtable event on Wednesday that he is going to have to call up more military to the southern border. Adding to the administration's attempt to address a historic increase in the number of migrant apprehensions. That was CNN admitting that there is a historic situation at the border. What's their angle? I mean, it was a slip up. It was probably just a slip up, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So the border is is at um, record levels, and there's nothing they can do. Uh, Kirsten Nielsen has now stepped down, pushed out, however you want to look at it, and uh, her replacement is being called a white supremacist, even though he is Jewish. Stephen Miller? Yeah. Yeah. By everyone. Um, they're very sad because he is just going to be the worst thing for the border ever. And it's just going to be really bad news for everyone involved. I mean, if you're a Democrat, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, because what is the uh, Democrat agenda with the border? Yeah. Open borders. I, I, think, I think Trump's about to send permanent a shitload more military down there. Permanent underclass. It's the only way the Democratic Party surprise, uh, yeah. it thrives and survives. Yeah. No, he said uh he said today, so it'd be Wednesday, that he was sending he was gonna send a, a lot more troops down there to help. But I don't I don't know if they're helping manage the in betweens or if they're on the actual ports of entry and they're sending C P D down either way. You my, know my thing is like how how many troops do we have stationed around the world right now? You know, a million, well, mm, probably somewhere around there, eight hundred thousand. We have somewhere, yeah, something like that. And we're, that. you know, kind of in a, a a peace time. Technically, we're not really in any wars, per se. Why aren't we bringing some of them back and putting them at the border? Yeah, I agree. You know, and we and we have the national guard, and we have, you know, we have all these different things. Bring him here. Yeah, not only that. This, bring him to our homeland oh, and <coughs> and look. I yeah, mean, not only that. There's plenty of things our military could be doing. It could probably do better than building. Of, yeah, building our infrastructure the wall. that's crap. Yeah, yeah. The Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah. So, are you ready for the number? Because I was curious and I looked it mm-hmm. up. There's 1.2 million active duty service members, with 800,000 reserve service members. Dang. So, how many are actually? I'm saying like out that aren't here. Oh, that I couldn't tell you. That's what I was wondering. Um, I don't know that number. It's high. Yes, we get a lot of bases all. Over I don't the care. World. Okay, if it's four hundred thousand. But I mean, one point two know. million shit. Right. We could definitely do some work and cut some of these bases that are not necessary. In my yeah. opinion, there is oh, yeah. plenty of things that we could be doing well, here. I mean, I'm not saying that it made some sense. of them. Some some of them should stay open, but that, I'm sure they could cut a quarter of them. Yeah, you know, it made sense back in the 40s oh, that yeah. we have a shitload of bases all over the world. Mm-hmm. But now that it takes four hours to get across the ocean, oh yeah, 
in a jet, you know, it takes mm-hmm. 18 hours to get across the ocean in a fucking cargo plane full of soldiers and weapons. You know, I mean, you're talking getting somewhere in less than a day. We don't need all um, these bases all around the world. There are all, definitely strategic ones, but yeah, yeah well, there, there sure. are definitely ones that are like, meh. Okay, in August of 2017, which is when this article was written, it says mm-hmm. there was more than 450,000 of them stationed overseas. Yeah. That was August 2017. Yeah. So I don't know what the number is really now, but that yeah, gives you a halfway pretty, idea. Pretty close. My number was from 2017, so it's probably, probably the last in that time. ballpark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there's there's plenty of things to be done here. Yeah, I'm not saying bring them all back. You know that's dangerous. We've seen yeah. what that can do. But mm. I'm saying you could definitely like it's like any any anybody's anything. You know, if you have a household budget, there are definitely places where you can trim some fat. Well, at that and I, I I mean I've been there. I've played the game. Like the soldiers here, we're talking 1.2 million. Take out 400,000. You have 800,000 soldiers that you have at your disposal that are sitting on bases in this country. Who could be doing this stuff? Like, hell, put them in rotations, 100,000 a day, and freaking have them on trips or whatever, 100,000 every two months, and send them out to do missions on roads and bridges and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I'm not lying, man. There's there's plenty of days where we ain't got shit to do, and we're sitting there talking about a fucking hand grenade just to talk about something, you know? Well, you want to go deeper than that. I mean, how many national national guard guys are there and gals? Exactly. They could, you know, they go do their once a month. How one, much was how, it? One weekend a month. One weekend a month, and then twice a year, I think they do a twenty-day trip instead of uh, doing one weekend a month and whatever training they're doing. Send them to the border for that mm-hmm. weekend. Well, so they were doing that. California put the nicks on that because he sent California troops, and California called them back because technically the governor has control of the state of the national guard. Fine. Yeah, I know it's kind of a bitchy move, but there but, are red states that could would do, do that. Yeah, no, for sure. I would say even easier than that. How much are we paying these fucking construction workers to fix our roads and our bridges and all that shit? Yeah, they should be rebuilding our infrastructure I mean, on top not, of it. I mean, we could. Yeah, this is an easy fix, <laughs> and we have engineers. Like this is what they do. Okay, so the number was actually less. Um, Tucker Carlson posted yesterday, actually. As of tonight, we have nearly 175,000 active duty personnel serving overseas. American troops are posted in 158 different countries. For perspective, there are only 195 countries total on the entire planet. This is what we have signed up for in peacetime. And yet, you may notice that there is is one place American troops aren't. protecting Protecting America's border. We could use them. Boom. There you go. So, a couple hundred thousand. Mm Mm-hmm. Leave it to Tucker. That aren't really doing a whole lot. He knew we were going to talk about that. Tonight. Leave it to Tucker to just know what to say. Mm-hmm. But I just no, want to—I want to get that number halfway correct. Yeah, that was way wild. high. So I didn't it's know. Yeah. I'll admit it. <laughs> but still, just, yep. Bring him here. Yeah, no, that's. They should, man, and that should be like an ongoing thing. That shouldn't be a thing that we're doing just now because no. our infrastructure is fucked. We should yeah. be doing that forever, like. Our military should be working. Our tax on our dollars roads. are already going to them. They now, need to be coming here. I mean, what I what I would stop, what I would what I would draw the line in the sand is law enforcement. Yeah, no, military. We're already, no, 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 yeah, right. I'm just saying. I'm nowhere look, near anti-police, okay. but the police are being militarized yeah. on their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see, and oh, I'm not shit. against you know I'm not really against state workers by by any means, but like places like Illinois are you know our state could save some money by i mean you look at 
just today actually i saw a street sweeper go by the state street sweeper Mm -hmm. uh in in uh, right up right by the interstate right so they had they and they have to have the their trucks follow behind with the slow moving vehicle thing whatever so there's a guy sitting in there the street sweeper had two guys sitting in it they have two steering wheels in that thing by the way the Mm -hmm. one guy in the in what would have been the passenger seat he's actually driving it watching the curb the other guy's sitting in the other seat I don't know. It's pointless. They're just paying that guy to do absolutely nothing. And most of the time, if I see, you know, some of them going down the street where they're, I also saw where they, you know, they're scraping the edge of the highway and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. There'll be three guys in the truck. Now, again, from military experience, it's going to be the exact same thing that the military is doing it, but they're just not getting paid as much. Okay. But our tax dollars is already going to, you know, they're not doing anything over there. And and if they are doing something, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be doing something overseas. Yeah. You know, bring them back here. That's keep them busy. Oh, for sure. There's you know? plenty roads, bridges, notwithstanding that they could be doing. Yeah. What did we just have that bridge in Chicago that freaking collapsed yeah. and, and condemned a road mm-hmm. until they can get it fixed? I mean, it's fixed now, but it was on that was Lakeshore oh, Drive. Man, Remember I that? Saw a fun, I, not a funny ad, but they're <laughs> pissing and moaning about that shit, and which is legitimate, but. Their answer is vote Democrat. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. What a joke. How about you don't vote Democrat ever again, and you only vote for Republicans who are worth your vote? Yeah. Speaking of voting Democrat, we have a very serious new contender in the 2020 Democratic primaries announced on a very serious (laughs) news channel Last I knew it was on Comedy Central. <laughs> Might not be anymore, I'm not sure. But on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Oh, that's on CBS. Colbert took over for Letterman. Okay, okay. It's not funny at all. But uh, Eric Swalwell has announced that he is going to run for President of the United States in 2020. Wait a minute. Don't nuke me, bro, Eric Swalwell? That is the one. The guy who said he was going to... The, the military has nukes, and they were going to use it against us. Yes. We rose up. Yes. Idiot. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to go on Tucker now that he's ran, because he goes on Tucker somewhat frequently, because Tucker likes to make fun of him, because he's an asshat. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Like, I mean, we make fun of him. Oh, he is a dummy. It's not hard to make fun of. You're he pretty is stupid. a dummy. You know who he reminds me of? Tell me. For anybody who's ever seen Animal House from National Lampoon. <laughs> Yeah, the guy who what Niedermeyer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did we give up when the Germans burn b- bomb Pearl oh, Harbor? Fuck I love John. Let Belushi. him go. He's on a roll. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, John Belushi. No shit. And that's really all I had for 2020 is that he's running for president, and that's hilarious. So okay, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, segue. I think we might have had an update that didn't get written up there. Which one? Did you have a vaccine update? Oh, um, yeah, I did. Uh, so apparently, I just love to talk about it. Yeah, I know. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, all of these people who are having these the measles outbreak that's going across the United States and causing absolute pandemic and, and craziness. So so far, everybody who has contracted the measles was vaccinated. Not surprising. It's a live virus in there. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Exciting news. 
But whatever. But yeah, we're yeah. Um, I was at the mother's house, mm-hmm. petting the dog, and she had CBS Evening News on with Lester Holt, and he was talking about this measles crap. And they had some expert on. You can only guess what the expert said. Get your vaccines. Oh, of course. Must get your vaccines. That's even weren't, more draconian than that. They're, weren't you mentioning? It was like in Brooklyn. Yeah. Shapiro was talking about it. That they're like mandating mm-hmm. vaccinations. You want to talk about draconian horse cockery. Mm-hmm. <coughs> this is, and it's like a Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. Those people, I mean, some of those people don't do that because of religious belief. Right. Weren't know. you the one talking about how the measles... Uh, virus isn't even a serious virus. It doesn't require. They, they. I mean, science. They claim eradicated measles in the early two thousands. I can't remember if it was two thousand or two thousand three. One of the two. Okay. But if you like, we talked about was it last week or the week before when we talked about vaccines? I can't even remember. Or it was last week when we were talking about WL, WLS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the statistics I was reading was were. That in 1963, the MMR vaccine was introduced, but the cases of measles had sharply dropped before the vaccine was introduced. Mid 40s to that point, <laughs> because of advances in life, not because of the damn vaccine. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. running water. That's what. It, yeah. Indoor what plumbing, general cleanliness standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't shit outside in a box. Everybody in your family, you know, I mean, and they're, like not, they're not even, <laughs> uh, let's have a conversation. Well, that's what we say a lot. Let's have a conversation. Let's just not, everything's propaganda. Everything's run by the pharmaceuticals and the, uh, vac- the vaccine makers. It's just, it's shitty that everything is so agenda driven. We can't even have a decent conversation about things. Like we can't even bring up that a lot of these, well, well, I was just talking about Brooklyn. Chicago last week. These are all sanctuary cities. Do you think that some of this may be coming from the swell of illegal immigrants we have coming in here? Racist! From crappy countries <laughs> who don't have... They're sh- like Venezuela. Yeah. How, no, many, is, how many people are coming from Venezuela? Yep. They're, they're literally tapping into the sewer pipes to have water. Yep. I totally agree. Oh, That's definitely a Why big... can't we have a conversation? Why can't we have clean vaccines? Mm-hmm. I'm not anti-vaccines, but when you are, the things that you're doing are causing the things that are happening, it's not right. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. No, for sure. Don't believe the official story. Do your own research. It's out there. It may be buried, but you can find it. Yep. We live in that age. Sadly. Somewhat. Yes and no. Literally what we do every week. Yeah. We look shit up. It's not hard. And it's not just going and finding one thing that agrees with your agenda. It's reading things that you disagree with as well. That's how you you form a rational opinion on something. And if there's something that our listeners would like to know more of and they can't seem to find anything, bring it up to us. We'll talk about it. We'll do the research. I don't care. That's what we're here for. Facebook, the Twitter, Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook. OAD underscore studios on the Twitter. Or if you go to our website, we have a, a, you know, a message page. thing. Yeah. You, can, you can just message us directly to our email. Um, 
Yeah, if there's something that you are interested in knowing more about. Or, or if there's a topic that you think we should be covering that we haven't yeah. hit, let us know. Yes, we are all for. I mean, we figure out every week what we're you know what we're going to talk about on the Monday and everything. You know, we kind of bring it up. And not all ideas are the same. I yeah. mean, some of your ideas may end up in the comrades' corner. So I yeah, mean, but you could end up having our. We do one topic a week where mm-hmm. everybody is in. Yeah. We all do our. We all do the research and talk about it. Yeah. Superfan Rhodes has sent us stuff. You know, oh, yeah. she's 100%. she's tagged us in some stuff, and and it's awesome. We need to uh, people need to keep that up, and we love it. By the way, tell me. I just want to. You mentioned Rose. Mm-hmm. I want to mention Rusty Farts. <laughs> Rusty so Farts. Funny. I this love that. Such a great handle. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I need a better one then. I can't get rid of the Justin. You're Rogers, the Justin. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last Justin time I posted Rogers. on mine. Life happens. Yeah. All right, guys. You ready for Pandermania? I love Pandermania. Oh, boy. You thought you were just going to get AOC in a clip. But no, you're getting the new gangster rapper Lil AOC. Lil AOC. Lil AOC. Lil AOC. But I, I, I threw some bonuses. <laughs> She's not the only one who's pandered. No. Is this the video I played last week? I don't know. I don't think so. Are you sure? I found another one. And it's, yeah, we'll just, you just have to wait and see. So for your little listening pleasure, Lil AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez started sporting a new accent while speaking at Al Sharpton's extremely tax-exempt conference last week. (laughs) (laughs) The fight's been long, y'all. This is what organizing looks like. This is what building power looks like. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ocasio-Cortez says she's from the Bronx, and she's always spoken that way. She says it was code-switching and that her normal day-to-day voice is the fake one. (laughs) But she's not the first Democrat to discover a long-lost accent when speaking before an African-American audience. You'll remember. Watch. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. We're talking about... Okay. That's the one I played. Oh, is it? Monday. Everyone has one, even if you don't think you do. And some of us have more than one, like Hillary Clinton. It was really silly. I'm glad nobody was around. uh, Her accents have fluctuated a lot. (laughs) The road to being somebody in this society starts with education. Yes, that's Hillary in 1983. It's hard to tell whether she's pandering to her audience or just mimicking the people around her. That's not unusual. And lots of other politicians have done the same thing. But with Hillary, we have three decades of multi-regional public life to sift through. Let's go back to that 1983 clip. Starts with education, education. Even though she's from Illinois, she did marry a guy from Arkansas. So it's not unreasonable that that would affect her speech. That inland southern accent, though, it starts to fade just four years later. It is difficult to draw the lines between personal privacy, family privacy. But I think as a society, we've had more than enough examples. There's a twang, but it's on its way out. 
The weird thing is that that accent returns in 1992 when Bill Clinton is running for president. You know, they've just been minding their own business and they got hit by a meteor. You know, I'm not sitting here as some little woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. Every time she called distraught saying her life was going to be ruined, ruined, ruined. But through the 90s, Hillary discards her drawl. I think that is exactly where it goes. I think so? Right there in the middle <laughs> on the top. Good. That's great, Martha. Side note, there are several Martha Stewart White House specials from the 90s, and all of them are amazing. Shut up, you basic bitch. Anyway, by the middle of the decade, the Illinois native starts to sound a touch Midwestern. Questions come up, and we'll just keep doing our best to answer them, and hopefully it'll end at some point. I think that's only natural. By the time she ran for Senate in 2000, Hillary Clinton, the Chicagoan by way of Arkansas and Washington, D.C., had to appeal to New Yorkers. When I started this campaign, I'm not sure I knew quite what to expect. Lifting up our children with better education. 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 I hope you'll give me that chance. Was that a hint of the Northeast? Long-term care. Do I detect a subtle long-term care? So there's no strong accent here. But maybe the absence of an accent is in itself an accent. Let's skip ahead to 2007. You know, I happen to think that it is just totally off base. It's, uh, you know, so far out, it's hard to even understand and take seriously. But what people are talking to me about is not that. I gotta tell you. The chop and the G's at the ends of the gerunds, we're almost past the heartland into Sarah Palin territory. Seriously though, it does sound like Hillary Clinton gets ever so slightly folksier when she's running a presidential campaign. That Charlotte had, whether they're living in rural Iowa or inner city New York or anywhere else. Obviously, she isn't the first person to modify an accent for an audience. Welcome Jamaica. Me and my mate took a two home from the pub because we were bloody knackered. So Hillary's in good company. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yes, everything is wrong with that, you dumb dumb. It's called pandering. Wow, that was ridiculous. But as much as I love rigging on ripping on Hillary. The Obama one, that is I don't think he talked like that his entire speech. Yeah, it was, it just, was just the one was time. A, that was a joke. Like it's I'm still funny though. What a duh. But the AOC one just following in the footsteps of her predecessors like you've never seen trying hard and then trying to cover that's just my voice yeah my everyday voice is the fake one what, no you're yeah your everyday voice is your fake one you damn rusty you don't have she doesn't have a real voice is she a robot she probably is Ooh. sometimes she sounds like one hillary i mean oh no AOC to me, when I hear her talk, in any way, sounds like Fran Drescher. Yeah. In the nanny. That's what I hear. Oh, you know what? I see it now. And it's nails on a chalkboard. It's terrible. Stop pandering. It's what you have to do when you have no substance. Lil AOC. Lil AOC. So, from one minority to another, we have a good variety next. Candace Owens went to Washington yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she was the undertaker throwing mankind off of the Hell in a Cell. So, 
I'm going to play a clip. First part of it is her open part of her opening statement. And the second half is when she really got to lay the smack down because some democratic little schmuck tried to uh, CNN her <laughs> playing part of a clip and she was not having it. So for your listening pleasure, I received word on my way in that many of the journalists were confused as to why I was invited, and none of them knew uh, that I myself uh, was the victim of a hate crime when I was in high school. That's something that very few people know about me, uh, because the media and the journalists and the left are not interested in telling the truth about me, because I don't fit the stereotype of what they like to see in black people. I'm a Democrat, I support the President of the United States, and I advocate for things that are actually affecting the black community. My grandfather has picked cotton, and he has also had experiences with a Democrat terrorist organization of that time, the Ku Klux Klan. They would regularly visit his home and they would shoot bullets into it. They had an issue with his father, my great-grandfather. During my formative years, I had the privilege of growing up in my grandfather's home. It's going to shock the committee, but not once, not in a single breath of a conversation did my grandfather tell me that I could not do something because of my skin color. Not once did my grandfather hold a gripe against the white man. I was simply never taught to view myself as a victim because of my heritage. I, I learned about faith in God, family, and hard work. Those were the only lessons of my childhood. There isn't a single adult today that in good conscience would make the argument that America is a more racist or a more white nationalist society than it was when my grandfather was growing up. And yet we're hearing these terms sent around today because what they want to say is that brown people need to be scared, which seems to be the narrative that we hear every four years right ahead of a presidential election. Here are some things we never hear. 75% of the black boys in California don't meet state reading standards. In inner cities like Baltimore, within five high schools and one middle school, not a single student was found to be proficient in math or reading in 2016. The single, mother would, the single motherhood rate in the black community, which was at 23% in the 1960s when my grandfather was coming up, is at a staggering 74% today. Hmm. I am guessing there will be no committee hearings about that. There are more black babies born, there are more black babies aborted than born alive in cities like New York, and you have Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo lighting up buildings to celebrate late-term abortions. I could go on and on, but my point is that white nationalism, white nationalism did not do any of those things that I just brought up. Democrat policies did. Let me be clear. The hearing today is not about white nationalism or hate crimes. It's about fear-mongering, power, and control. It's a preview of a Democrat 2020 election strategy, same as the Democrat 2016 election strategy. They blame Facebook, they blame Google, they blame Twitter. Really, they blame the birth of social media, which has disrupted their monopoly on minds. They called this hearing because they believe that if it wasn't for social media, voices like mine would never exist. That my movement, Blexit, which is inspiring black Americans to lead, to leave the Democrat Party, would have never come about. And they certainly believe that Donald Trump would not be in office today. Looking on the next thing to focus on now that the Russian collusion hoax has fallen apart. What they won't tell you about this, the statistics and the rise of white nationalism is that they've simply changed the data set points by widening the definition of hate crimes and upping the number of reporting agencies that are able to report on them. What I mean to say is that they're manipulating statistics. 
The goal here is to scare blacks, Hispanics, gays, and Muslims into helping them, center dissent, helping them censor dissenting opinions, ultimately into helping them regain control of our country's narrative, which they feel that they lost. They feel that President Donald Trump should not have beat Hillary. If they actually were concerned about white nationalism, they would be holding hearings on Antifa, a far-left, violent, white gang who determined one day in Philadelphia in August that I, a black woman, was not fit to sit in a restaurant. They chased me out, they yelled race traitor to a group of black and Hispanic police officers who formed a line to protect me from their ongoing assaults. They threw water at me, they threw eggs at me, and the leftist media remained silent on it. If they were serious about the rise of hate crimes, we may, they may perhaps be examining themselves and the hate that they have drummed up in this country. Bottom line is that white supremacy, racism, nation, white nationalism, words that once held real meaning, have now become nothing more than election strategies. Every four years, the black community has offered handouts and fear. Handouts and fear. Reparations and white nationalism. This is the Democrat preview. Of course, society is not perfectible. We've heard testimony of that today. There are pockets of evil that exist, and those things are horrible, and they should be condemned. But I believe the legacy and the ancestry of black Americans is being insulted every single day. I will not pretend to be a victim in this country. I know that that makes many people on the left uncomfortable. I want to talk about real issues in black America. I want to talk about real issues in this country and real concerns. The biggest scandal, this is my last sentence, in American politics is that Democrats have been conning minorities into the belief that we are perpetual victims, all but ensuring our failure. Racial division and class warfare are central to the Democrat Party platform. They need blacks to hate whites, the rich to hate the poor, and soon enough it'll be the tall hating the short. Oh my god. Hell yes. I love her. Yeah. 100%. She just said what we say. Well, at least what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've said it for a long time. Yeah. The demo- this is part, and we're going to, that's our main topic today elections and whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is part of it. But the Democratic Party and, you know, the Republican Party to an extent, especially the Democratic Party, they have relied for centuries, for not decades, not centuries, decades. Mm hmm on having a permanent underclass. This is what the, their border policy is. Yep. Since FDR. Yeah. <clears throat> we're going to keep the black people down, keep them dumb, whatever. They're going to vote for us because we're going to free shit. It's perpetual, systematic crap. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the same thing to the illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. That's horse shit. Mm-hmm. I, I love every bit of a strong black woman standing up to this horse crap yeah it's awesome so not fdr uh, lyndon johnson yeah (laughs) yeah lyndon johnson wrong letters both idiots um now for the smackdown in congressional hearings the minority party gets to select its own witnesses and of all the people that republicans could have selected they picked candace owens I don't know Miss Owens. I'm not going to characterize her. I'm going to let her own words do the talking. So I'm going to play for you the first 30 seconds of a statement she made about Adolf Hitler. I agree. I, I actually don't have any problems at all with the word nationalism. I think that it gets, uh, the definition gets poisoned. 
um, by elitists that actually want globalism. Globalism is what I what I don't want. So when you think about whenever we say nationalism, the first thing people think about, in at least in America, is Hitler. You know, he was a national socialist. But if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. Problem is, is that he wanted he had dreams outside of Germany. He wanted to globalize. He wanted everybody to be German. Everybody to be speaking German. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and I would uh, yield my time to Mr. Reschenthaler from Pennsylvania. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Owen, uh, Ms. Owens, I'm sorry, we just started a recording. Um, would you like time to respond to that? Yes, um, I think it's pretty apparent that uh, Mr. Liu believes that black people are stupid and will not uh, pursue the full clip in its entirety. He purposely presented an extract, an extracted witness, clip. The witness will suspend for a moment. It is not proper to refer disparagingly or to a member of the committee. Uh, the witness will not do that again. Witness may continue. Sure, even though I was called despicable. Um, witness may not refer to a member of the committee as stupid. I didn't refer to him as stupid. That's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. You, you didn't listen to what I said. May I continue? Please. As I said, he is assuming that black people will not go pursue the full two-hour clip and he purposefully extracted, he cut off and you didn't hear the question that was asked of me. He's trying to present as if I was launching a defense of Hitler in Germany when in fact the question that was asked of me was pertaining to whether or not I believed that Hitler was a, whether or not I believed in nationalism and that nationalism was bad. And what I responded to was that I do not believe that we should be characterizing Hitler as a nationalist. He was a homicidal, psychopathic maniac that killed his own people. A nationalist would not kill their own people. That is exactly what I was referring to in the clip, and he purposely wanted to give you a cut-up similar to what they do to Donald Trump to create a different narrative. That was unbelievably dishonest, and he did not allow me to respond to it, which is worrisome and to tell you a lot about where people are today in terms of trying to drum up narratives. By the way, I would like to also add that I work for Prager University, which is run by an Orthodox Jew, and a single Democrat showed up to the embassy opening in Jerusalem. I sat on a plane for 18 hours to make sure that I was there. I'm deeply offended by the insinuation of, of revealing that clip without the question that was asked of me. Called out. It's called no. laying the smackdown. She just took his ass to the smackdown hotel. I, I sent you guys a picture. I don't think Tom's have seen it yet, but I, I know Matt has and it's a it's a screenshot of a website, uh Pornhub. Uh and uh, and it shows uh, Candace Owen and the Asian dude. And under the title of the video, it says, Tiny Gay Asian Man Bent Over and Pegged by a Strong Black Woman. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Fan. Boom. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, that's I really what they want, do. I really, I really wanted to find a clip of Jim Ross, famed WWE announcer from the Attitude Era. I really wanted to find some like clip of him calling something crazy and put it at the end of that. He's broken in half. He has broken in half. Um, <laughs> I'm a slobber knocker. <laughs> uh, uh, that, but that she's right. That's exactly what they do. And that's what they did to Trump. That's what they do to everybody. They take those little clips. And, and fucking Fox News does it too. And they all do it. Uh, but they they take exactly what they want you to hear and they don't post the rest of it. They don't want any context to it because they want you to believe exactly what they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. It's sad that this is happening in the halls of Congress. In yes, and, that, and he, just, he plays his little soundbite and sits back. That's all he had. Yeah, 
It's just ridiculous. Be a and this wasn't even like a full committee hearing. It was just the Democrats, like Candace Owen was brought by the Republicans because it was agenda driven. Mm-hmm. And these, these hearings and these committee hearings, those are designed to help shape legislation. What legislation isn't already on the books that goes against white nationalism? Right. Mm-hmm. Why is and, this even a thing? And props to stoke fear, like she said. It's props ridiculous. to to the guy after that sound clip that yeah. he played uh, for yeah, giving I, her a chance to actually say something. I'm not sure if he was what he is politically. Yeah, I don't he, care what he is. Good dude. But thank you for that. He did a good thing. Um. I don't know how we make America great again and keep America great if we have to deal with this kind of shit. This is this this dog and pony show that goes on mm-hmm. by our elected officials is nuts. I I think it's slowly dying though. Like, I know, but I just this kind of shit just really pisses me off. Like, why can't you just have a conversation about something? Well, yeah. But, I mean, the, the politicians like Ted Lieu and that kind of bullshit, it's not going to stand Well, if you longer. looked at the video, he, he represents uh, <coughs> Beverly Hills. Right. And just the smug little look on his face as he yeah. played that clip and everything So Okay, else. so we talked about what was that guy in Los Angeles who got caught with, like, I don't know if they were dead or not, but people locked in his house. We talked about it. I remember couple months ago how many was it like his family was locked in the house no it was gay guys like, oh that oh, was oh shit. shit yeah i can't remember who it was there, about way too much know. stuff there, there is a picture yeah <laughs> jack Pasovic on twitter it was the, the screenshot of him holding up his phone to the microphone and it was a picture of ted Lou and that guy <laughs> <laughs> best friends why was ted Lou holding up a picture of him and such and such yeah yeah, yeah, that's the kind of company Ted Lou keeps. No, it's this kind of shit's not going to last much longer. I hope not. We need to be having open dialogues and fixing problems. I'm oh, okay. I'm okay with Congress being gridlocked because we're not supposed to create all these fucking laws and crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But we need to be, you know, fixing things. There's what is wrong with nationalism. We've defined nationalism on this show before. Mm, I know for a fact. I'm pretty sure I'm the one who read the definition. Mm -hmm. What's so bad about it? We're not extremists. We just want what what is best for our country. Mm -hmm. We want a strong, growing economy. We want to take care of our borders. Why is that such a big fucking deal? Mm -hmm. Yep, they like to change definitions of words and everything else and... Um, I mean, nationalism has, and nationalists have, it's gotten a bad name. Yeah. What's well, white nationalism? We have the Nazis, we have mm-hmm. all this other horse shit. And it's just, I, those people that were there other than Candace Owens, I don't know. I didn't watch, but yeah. I, I saw Candace Owens was talking and laying the smack down and all that shit. Those people's probably, those people probably had legitimate stories about bad shit that's happened to them and it shouldn't have fucking happened. I'm not degrading any of that. Mm-hmm. No shape, no way, no form. Just the whole premise of the whole thing was just to drum up fear and just like just exactly like she said. what she said. 
I love how she just systematically called them out on everything they fucking do. And the fuck with the gavel. Oh, that's Nadler. Yeah. Yeah, he's just been, and, and he, after he after she called him out and saying no, that is not what I said. Can I continue? He just shrugged his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, stupid. I wasn't listening, but mm-hmm. yeah, go on. I have control. I have a gavel. If you, if you listen though, in the background, you can hear other people going. That's not what she said. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They were standing up for. But it. this Chuck Nad- this Nadler asshole, he's one of those those people. That's oh yeah, so anti-Trump. He's one of the ones pounding the. He yeah. wasn't listening to a word she said, even in the first half. You pounding his it. fist on the table, wanting the unredacted oh, yeah. Mueller report. Yeah. yeah, because there's something in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dude, you, I, I want you to have it, and I want you to see just well, how you know fucking what? corrupt. Obama, Hillary, Holder, they, all these fucks were. They want the unredacted version of that, but, you know, how about the unredacted version of what she actually said during the, the little sound clip that he played? Yeah. You know? It's like, let's, if you want the full thing, we won't have the full thing of everything. Easy. Well, context. You're asking, you're asking for consistency. Yeah, that does. I mean, it's impossible. Yeah, with dishonest people, it sure as hell is. All right, Tommy, you have been sitting on this for three okay, weeks. Three weeks. I hope you've calmed your tits enough to be able to talk about it. I hope it's you actually have something like good to say. So you have a sound clip. <laughs> Do you want to talk and then sound clip, or sound clip and talk? It's your ball game. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna just gonna open it up. So the five Taliban leaders that we traded for Bo should have been shot in the face, Bergdahl. Um. They did exactly what everyone thought they were going to do. They went right back to the Taliban. There's a reason they were in Guantanamo. Okay. They weren't good people. And they were let out. And they went right back to doing what they were doing. And people died more because of these people were out. Now, we're in peace talks with the Taliban. The Taliban is sitting across the table from us while we sit there and talk about our exit strategy. And they sit there and scream that that these are the peace talks, that we're going to be good and and we're just going to leave and everything's going to be fine. And last week, three service members died and the Taliban took credit for the bombing. There's no peace talks. They're never going to stop. They're going to continue being exactly how horrible they've always been. New York Times wrote an article basically sucking these fives dick. Because they're in on the peace talks. They're sitting across the table from us. The five Taliban leaders that we had and we let go because Obama was the stupidest fucking president we've ever had. So, this clip is the entire article in audio. Because I don't think I could have read the whole damn thing without losing my shit. Ready? For your listening pleasure. Yeah, I know it's that one. Goodness. The Taliban made a point of building their team around the five ex-detainees. But one insists that they have put bitterness aside to try to end the Afghan war. 
Doha, Qatar, when the United States invaded Afghanistan in 2001 and toppled the Taliban government, even those who surrendered were treated as terrorists, handcuffed, hooded and shipped to the American detention camp in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Now, in a stark demonstration of the twists and contradictions of the long American involvement in Afghanistan, five of those men are sitting across a negotiating table from their former captors, part of the Taliban team discussing the terms of an American troop withdrawal. During our time in Guantanamo, the feeling was with us that we had been brought there unjustly and that we would be freed, said one of the former detainees, Mullah Kairullah Kerwa. But it never occurred to me that one day there would be negotiations with them, and I would be sitting there with them on one side and us on the other. The five senior Taliban officials were held at Guantanamo for 13 years before catching a lucky break in 2014. They were exchanged for SGT. Bowie Bergdahl, the only known American service member to be held by the insurgents as a prisoner of war. In recent months, as the American and militants took up intense negotiations to try to end the conflict in Afghanistan, the Taliban leadership made a point of including the former prisoners. Each day during the recent round of talks in Doha, Qatar, the five men sat face to face with American diplomats and generals. During days of slow and at times frustrated discussions at the most recent session, which ended on March 12, it was the Taliban side that was often more emotional. Some gave impassioned speeches about how vital it was that the Americans completely leave Afghanistan in as little as six months. The usual response from the American side, led by the senior envoy Zalmay Khalilzad, was to give detailed technical explanations about why withdrawing was complex and needed to be slower, perhaps over years. But other than Mullah Kerwa, the former detainees seemed more reluctant to speak, officials involved in the talks said, when they did address the group, they seemed less harsh or strident than some of the other Taliban negotiators, perhaps mellowed by years of hardship or wary that their freedom could be fragile. Over the past few years, they have stayed in Doha and have been reunited with their families, but remain under watch by the Qatari authorities at the request of the United States. The five former Guantanamo detainees had varying roles during the Taliban government. Mullah Kerwa served as a governor and acting minister of interior. Abdul Haq Wasik was deputy minister of intelligence. Perhaps the most infamous figure in the group is Mullah Faisal Maslum, a frontline commander who was also chief of the Taliban army. While accusations of human rights abuses by the others have generally remained vague, there seems to be considerably more evidence against Mullah Maslum, who is accused of mass killings and scorched earth brutality. During his tribunal hearings at Guantanamo, the transcripts were released by WikiLeaks. Mullah Maslum, his last name means meek, showed no remorse. There is a 25-year war between person to person, village by village, city by city, province by province, and tribe against tribe, he told the tribunal. <coughs> if you think this is a crime, then every person in Afghanistan should be in prison or bring them here. Still, he insisted, I never fought against the new government. I never fought against America. In their introductions around the table as negotiations started last month, the five men held up their detention at Guantanamo as the most important part of their identity. In important moments like this, my own personal troubles don't come to mind, Mullah Kerwa said in the interview, after the negotiations had ended. I am really not thinking about who is sitting across from me and what they had done to me. 
What is important is what we are talking about, he said, and what is in it for our interests, for our goal and for our country. The men's Guantanamo files include several notations about incooperative behavior and instigations, including throwing milk at guards and tearing up their mattresses in protest. Listed in Mullah Kerwa's record, along with making disruptive noises or refusing to eat or shower at times, is this, trying to kill himself and urging others to kill themselves. But in his tribunal hearing, Mr. Kerwa denied having done so. There was no spoon in my meal, so I asked the guard for a spoon, Mullah Kerwa said, according to the transcript. Other detainees also shouted that they did not have spoons, either. The sergeant said he was sorry and from orders of his boss he could not provide me with a spoon. When I asked the reason, Mullah Kerwa added, he said that I was trying to kill myself and encourage others to do the same. Most of the men were detained and sent to Guantanamo after they had surrendered, or even after they had started cooperating with the leadership of the new government the United States had installed in Afghanistan. At the time of his arrest, Mullah Kerwa had retreated to private life in his family's home village and had reached out to President Hamid Karzai, who came to power in the wake of the American invasion. Okay. Couple of things. First of all, fuck the New York Times for that absolutely bullshit puff piece. On these five terrorists. They had a chance to surrender. The Afghan. Taliban. They didn't. So we took them. You don't get to put your hands up. When we're at your fucking door. And say sorry. Just kidding. It's too late. So don't let them sit there and try and tell you. They sat there and we we surrendered. No, you didn't. That's the whole point. If you did, you wouldn't have been because there were people in your organization who surrendered when we gave you that option. Number two, Taliban terrorists, not Taliban government. It was an idiot decision, not a lucky break that you guys got away with it. That you guys left Guantanamo. That you're not rotting there right now. Bo Bergdahl is a deserter. Not a prisoner. The only the reason he's the only one to ever survive is because when, the, when terrorists in the Middle East took a prisoner, they cut his fucking head off and put it on TV for everyone to see. Bo Bergdahl is the only one because he was one of them. He left his post. He got many people killed. And he joined. You're lucky that you were treated so well in Guantanamo. You should have killed yourself. Didn't get a spoon in your meal. Sorry for your luck. And you're a soldier. And you're suicidal. You don't get spoons either. So consider us equal there. Suck it up. I'm only upset because you're out. And you're not still rotting there. Complaining about not having a fucking spoon. And not eating. I can only hope that they had to force feed you.
I can't believe that an American newspaper could write this about these absolutely despicable human beings. That's all I have. Torch shit. 100%. Ridiculous. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, I just want to play that clip of Joey Diaz going on his <laughs> rant. <laughs> Fuck ISIS. Fuck terrorists. Yeah. No shit. Slinging dick. Yeah. Well. Back to the motherland? Yeah. Just timing that. This time in the show for Illinois News. Justin, what did good old BJ do this time? Well, he was a dumb shit. Of course. Um, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a bill on BJ. Sunday that will raise the legal age of for purchasing cigarettes, e-cigarettes, and other tobacco products from 18 to 21 statewide. He said, For Illinois, it will reduce costs for our state. It will make our schools and communities healthier places to learn and live. And most importantly, it will save lives. Public health advocates have been trying for years to raise the legal age in Illinois, arguing that people are less likely to become smokers if they haven't started by the time they turn 21. Lawmakers approved the bill last month for a second time in as many years after the Governor Bruce Rauner vetoed an earlier version last year. When the law takes effect July 1st, Illinois will join seven other states that have raised the smoking age to 21, including California, Hawaii, Maine, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Oregon, and Virginia. Chicago saw a 36% decline in cigarette and e-cigarettes use among 18 to 20-year-olds after raising its legal purchasing age to 21 in 2016, according to a 2017 Chicago Department of Public Health survey. It's not going to do anything. You might change, you may help a little bit with some people, um, but let me tell you, most people who start smoking don't start smoking at the age of 18 when they can legally start smoking. It's retarded to even think so. Most people started in high school or younger. They're going to smoke. It didn't stop anybody from getting cigarettes. It didn't stop any of us from getting cigarettes. When did you start? It wasn't at 18, was it? Sure wasn't. Sure wasn't 18 for me when I started any tobacco products. Sasquatch? Not 18, huh? No? Definitely wasn't 21 for any of us. It was all underage. That's what happened. Same with alcohol. Started drinking before. It's not hard to get... I'm not saying people should. I wish I wouldn't have. Right. But, but it's it's not going to change anything. You might change the minds of you know a few people, but they're just not they're either either not going to buy them here or they're going to have somebody else pick them up for them. They're not going to stop smoking. Plain and simple, it's not going to do anything. Get out of my life. It's just more government, government bullshit to control people's lives. And it's not going to help anybody. Government's job is not to pe- is not to protect the people from themselves. Exactly. Not in the slightest. Totally agree. Why is it reducing costs to Illinois? That's what I want to know. 
What's it's, it reducing costs? It's cost not going to reduce costs. It's going to raise costs because people are going to go across the border and buy them in Indiana and not not. Yeah, I don't support the incredible tax that Illinois has on their cigarettes. I don't get it. It's not going to do anything. Whether you're okay. for or against the use of tobacco, it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. I rem- I I'm. I remember when I started smoking. It was like three bucks and change, low mm-hmm. change for a pack of smokes. For fuck's sake, it's almost seven dollars now, and we live in. And that's here. Yeah, we live like in fifteen dollars in Chicago. Yeah, we live. I south remember. Of I remember. This has been some time ago. This is probably. Oh, four years ago or something like that. We, um, five years ago, we were in Chicago, and I think I was at Navy Pier of all places. It wasn't a, you know, they they. I think it was going to be like thirteen dollars or something like that for a pack of smoke. I was like, oh shit, screw that. I will go and find somewhere else. And yeah. of course, you know, downtown, I couldn't just find a gas station. You know, yeah. we were walking too, so I yeah. found a, I found like a Walgreens or something. Right. It was still like thirteen dollars. Stupid. Like you have to get out of Cook County. Yeah. yeah, in 2010, when I was in New York still, um, the New York uh, cigarettes were 14 bucks for a pack up there. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So funny. But speaking of saving costs, to get off of the uh, uh, cigarettes, um, gender reassignment surgery is going to be covered by Medicaid. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. So, I mean, Medicaid's for the poor people. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to pay for that. Yeah, poor people who want to cut their dicks off. Yeah. Don't worry, J.B. Pritzker has a beautiful... He says that this is cost-effective, too, because it's going to avoid long-term health problems like depression and suicide. Well, or, no, probably, or according it, to statistics, it'll it go won't. the other way. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, yes, but... These people that are born biological men who think they're women, it's after they do it, the suicide rate goes up. Right. Exactly. That's what we're that's saying. What, that's what we're saying. Yeah. It's the exact opposite effect that Pritzker is saying. Makes no sense. I mean, it's not going to save lives, but, I mean, it will save Mental health costs down the road, I guess. No, well, no way. They're still depressed and everything else, if, according to statistics. Well, the ones that kill all the themselves. studies. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm saying, oh, <laughs> if they kill themselves, you're saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I see what I'm you're not did advocating there. them killing themselves. I'm saying if, you clickbait. If, no. they, if they kill themselves, <laughs> it will save mental health costs. And we're not advocating anybody. <laughs> to we kill should. Themselves. You shouldn't at but, all. Luckily. Because the population of trans community is so small. Not saying that they are not worth equal rights, but I am saying that maybe we shouldn't keep pushing all of our government programs to appease less than 1% of the population. But only 1,400 people of the 3.1 million on Medicaid in Illinois would qualify because you have to be diagnosed with gender dysphoria to qualify well, for the gender be, reassignment it can't be that hard to get fucking diagnosed with it probably not well it's probably gonna get a hell of a lot easier now no oh, shit tommy in california you could have said you're anorexic and got a medical card for marijuana yeah but we will become the 18th state ridiculous to do this which is crazier 
So there's that. Uh, I'm just just gonna say I hate everything that's going on everywhere. Just watch all of that legal weed money that Illinois is about to roll out go down the drain with all these stupid proposals Pritzker's gonna do. I said it. I said it in the beginning. I was like, you know what? He actually has some decent ideas on making revenue. But mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a Democrat. He's Fuck just going to fuck it all away and spend, 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 spend. Mm-hmm. We saw it coming. I really wish that I had a positive Illinois news story, but I don't. We're going to hit the fucking trifecta today. Yeah, this one's really bad. You want to talk about draconian. This, if this doesn't epitomize draconian, I don't know what the fuck does. Illinois House votes to require women, African-American people on all corporate boards. After a heated debate, Are you shitting me? calls yeah. of racism and shouting, the Illinois State House of Representatives voted to require all publicly held companies in the state to have at least one woman and one African-American on the company's corporate board. State Representative Chris Welch's bill, which passed last Friday. Passed. Passed. Yeah, Justin hasn't seen any of this yet. What the fuck? Would require any publicly traded company headquartered in the state to have at least one woman and at least one African American on its corporate board starting in 2021. Little quote from the bill. No later than the close of the 2020 calendar year, a publicly held domestic or foreign corporation whose principal executive offices, according to the corporation's SEC 10K form, are located in Illinois, shall have a minimum of one female director and one African-American director on its board of directors, according to the text of the bill. It would allow all boards to expand to meet the requirements. It would require the Secretary of State to keep an online list of corporations that would show if a company is in compliance with the law. The bill would also impose fines up to $300,000 for failure to comply. State Representative Tony McCombie, representative from Savannah, said Welch's bill is one of the many anti-business bills lawmakers have passed this year. Quote, we are destroying the ability... For our state to grow. The conversation got heated and included accusations of racism. Why, of course they did. Welch, Democratic from Westchester, said African Americans and women deserve to have a voice in corporate America, which he said they're not getting now. Quote, I'm not going to be ashamed to stand here and fight for the people who sent me here, he said. Ashamed to fight for African Americans who have the, to have a right in a room. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Draconian. They have a fucking right to be in that room. Yeah, earn it. They don't have a guarantee. No. Yeah. Now, I wish I had luckily, something prepared, but this is me luckily, learning for this for the, yeah. <laughs> learning of this for the luckily, first time and I am you, irate. You were this luckily, many years old. it only passed the house. Yeah, I, I am today seven. years old. And I learned this. Still has to go through the Senate, but it, it'll go through and it'll get signed. Holy shit! I mean, we want you want to talk about that the representative. From truthfully, S- truly, what we should do, man. Is, like as soon as this goes through, we should go public and refuse to comply, and then go to court. Okay, so 
We're going to have to start you know how Facebook defense fund. You, you know. But we can get that done. Donate on our website. <laughs> <laughs> defense fund. Um, preparing for 2020. The, uh, yeah. You know how on Facebook, when there's like a natural disaster, they have like Mark safe from whatever, blah, 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 blah. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna post about this, and I'm also going to post a picture that says Mark safe from white privilege today. Because I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Guaranteed I, am, I am I am blown away. You said everything needed to be said with one word. It's called, it's draconian. This is ridiculous. <sighs> I, yeah. want, I want to write about this. They, Isn't there a video? Did you have a video on this? Oh, I can play Okay, it. there's yeah. an article coming about this. Yeah, yeah we can play this. Yeah, there's a video at the top. The, 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 Find yeah, it's cursor. I have to pee so bad. You gotta wait. I can't, I know. Pee in his All mouth. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. There are many. What? Bullshit. I would love but, to be able to speak in something say, like this. I was going to say, nobody brought up the fucking point. Like, the, the the biggest point of it all. Everybody has a right to be in that room. Yeah, you have to earn it. You don't get a guarantee to be in that room. No, you are, have to are, fucking earn your place. Are there people out there in America that run big corporations that are racist? Probably. But you can't force every business, big corporation, or anything like that to have a black person in. I don't care. The board or a woman or whatever. The board has is every one of them's a black person. Yeah, if they deserve to be there, they They deserve to be there. You know what? And I'm not saying they. I'm not saying a white person has to be on that board. No, not at all. No, I'm saying the person that deserves to be there deserves to be there. It's not helping. Anybody. Oh, I hate this shit. I would argue that there should be no <laughs> white people on the board of a company that produces African-American hair products. 
They don't know anything about that shit. Yeah, but I disagree with that, too. I disagree with that. I think it should be open to anybody. It should be open to anybody, but common sense would say probably not the most qualified people for it. Well, maybe not the most that's qualified people for it, but their that's qualifications I, would d- dictate that. That's what maybe, I'm saying. Yeah. That's, exactly, that's exactly what I was saying with that. Exactly what I was saying. Yeah, okay. The qualifications. If you deserve to be on that board, you'll be you'll get the spot on the board. Right. People aren't discriminating on people because they're women or they're black as much as the Democrats want you to think that's how it is. Does it happen? Yeah, but it's not that big of a swath. They act like it happens every second of every fucking day. I cannot believe I that. would love for I'm- there to be a, a woman who is would be able to put up with our horse shit sitting in that chair. They would give it to us just like we fucking give it to each other, you know? Right. That sounded gay. We bust each other's <laughs> nuts. No, nuts I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I am blown away. That's ridiculous. I, I you know what? And I, I, sh- I, I shouldn't be surprised. And I'm, I, I guess I'm not, but I don't know. That's nuts. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, what in the same hell? That's crazy. Yellow Vest, Illinois. Yeah. We need to make it happen. We're not going to have a state before too long. Let's, um, yeah, I can't go into that anymore because I'd like to write something about that, but we'll see what happens. Let's move to the prequel of our main topic. Prequel. Oh, okay. Of Of our main topic, which is our V3. So what is it? Is it? Where's it from? Oh, no, it's I from, uh, I think it's actually True TV that actually did it, but it's from Adam Ruins Everything. So it's in the vaginal secretions? The, yes. Section. It's the third V of okay. V3. Yep. Uh, it's Adam Ruins Everything, and he's going to talk, and I haven't heard the whole thing. I only listened to a little bit. I would like to see, so maybe we might agree with something, but I doubt it. Um, but uh, he's going to be talking about the Electoral College which is what our main topic is right after your listening pleasure. four years, we hear the words electoral college over and over again, but we never talk about what a ridiculous and frankly undemocratic system it really is. The electoral college gives vastly more power to different voters depending on which state they live in. Bigger states. Nope, smaller states. Wait just a cotton picking fucking minute here. Okay. Is that the mom from, from Boy Meets, Meets World? World? Yes, yes. And I just... I just, I'd like to think that she didn't know what she was doing. I hope not. And this was just an acting gig for her. This is going to ruin my fucking day. He does ruin He everything. ruins everything. It's I, Adam ruins everything. Dude, he's he's literally ruining your childhood. Play. 
first date has less people, you have more power. Not too many people live in Wyoming, but they have three electoral votes, or one for every 135,000 voters. California is packed with people, but they have 55 electoral votes, or one for every 411,000 voters. And that's totally out of proportion, because it means it takes three times as many Californians to earn one electoral vote, giving voters in Wyoming three times the power in the Electoral College. As a result of this system, your vote could count for less just because of where you live. Infographics rule, right? Yeah, well, it does seem unfair, but who cares if the Electoral College is kooky? I'm kooky. I have two turtles. Okay, well, it gets worse because the Electoral College also creates swing states. Oh, I love the swing states. They make election night so exciting, kind of like when my turtles move a little. Well, exciting? I think the fact that the entire election is determined by just a handful of states is really messed up. For one thing, it means presidential candidates can ignore almost the entire country. Hello, America. I'm Adam Conover, and I'm running for president of Florida, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. And boy, do I love Florida oranges, Philadelphia cheesesteaks, and whatever you people like in Ohio. The rest of the country can go suck a big one. People in Ohio like LeBron James. Who? I don't know many actors. Anyway, swing states have so much power that in recent elections, up to 80% of all the votes cast in America had no impact on the outcome. That includes your vote here in California. Some states are red states and some states are blue states. That's the way America is. Actually, most states are pretty purple. In 2012, over 3 million Texans voted Democrat. I love barbecue, Blake Shelton, and abortions, y'all. And almost 5 million Californians voted Republican. Surf's up, y'all. You know else needs to go up? Border wall with Mexico, dude. <laughs> if electoral votes were awarded proportionately, in 2012, 16 of Texas's electoral votes would have gone to Obama, and 20 of California's would have gone to Romney. But in our winner-take-all system, anyone who wants to vote for their state's losing party might as well just stay home. Oh, bummer. Okay, everybody, get out. I can't listen to any more. How about we all vote? Wait, who are all these people? Oh, these are the electors. They're the people who actually vote for president. I thought the Electoral College was just a name. Oh, nope. When we vote, we're actually just picking our state's electors. Then those electors get together and cast their ballots for president. But who are they? Oh, mostly retired politicians and party flats. <laughs> I'm the governor's rich cousin. Okay, Mr. Smarty, that's just a technicality. They have to vote for who we choose. Actually, in 24 states, they can vote for whoever they want. And that's happened over 80 times. In 2004, an elector in Minnesota cast his vote for someone named John Ewards, which was almost the name of John Kerry's running mate. Did you mean John Edwards? Yes. I may have a drinking problem. That actually happened? That actually happened. That elector's vote didn't go to John Kerry. It went to the guy running for vice president. The Electoral College is such a bad system, people have been trying to abolish it for centuries, oh. but so far, it's been politically impossible. Okay, well, thank you for the information. I cannot believe our beautiful system has become so messed up. Oh, no, the Founding Fathers designed our system this messed up. <laughs> All right, hold on a minute, young man. You do Kick not talk about the Founding Fathers like that. They were brilliant men who fought hard for my right to vote. Actually, the Founding Fathers didn't think you should be able to vote at all, or me or most Americans. <laughs>
let's go back in time and I'll prove it to you. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that was. They didn't go back in time. Oh. It's not real. Yeah. Well, you can't dummy. go back in time, dude. What a dummy. This son of a bitch. I don't even know his mother. I'm going to call him a son of a bitch. So I don't, <clears throat> I, I don't disagree with his point, <coughs> with his points about certain parts of it. Like the whole Montana getting more power than California. That's a dumb point. That, that That's the point of the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. So that geographic areas in the country get the same amount of votes. So the people in the cities don't make all the rules. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. Um, I do agree that the electoral college should vote the way the people vote and the states that allow them not to do that should not be able to do that. I'm going to be human for a second. I wouldn't be sad if libertarians infiltrated Illinois electoral electors (laughs) and threw a wrench in it. <laughs> well, no, I, I get what you're saying, but but no, yeah, I, 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 I that is, I, I would, I would call that a flaw in the system. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not saying that means we should need to abolish the electoral college. Fuck no, do no, I? No, not yeah, not not even a little bit. I mean, we we talked about was it last week? Man, we get so confused. Last week, well, I read that whole thing about why, if you look at the numbers, why yeah. getting rid of the electoral. I mean, you're gonna have just like four cities completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's their argument is still it's just going to be slightly thing. changed there's going to be an ar- it, it, the same type of deal where you're going to be limited it's, to a, you know a few cities that's going to tell you who your hand, president yeah, is instead of a handful of states it's a handful of cities yeah um they i mean this was uh, i chose this video because we were going to talk about the electoral college um and not just that, but it's been big in the news lately. I saw it over the weekend. More and more states are uh, trying to abolish it completely. Um, but we didn't want to just talk about that just in general, um, how how the left is basically trying to win again and take over. But this was just, you know, this is the main one that they're what they're actually doing. I'm glad she stood up to that smug son of a bitch. Don't you taint, don't you taint mom from Boy Meets World. I mean, she was in on all of, all of it, unfortunately. I mean, she wasn't there technically disagreeing with him. She was there. <clears throat> That's just a comment. He, he's going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Get the crazy mean... eyes going. Yeah. There is definitely a necessity for the Electoral College. Absolutely, 100%. Mm-hmm. There is probably some things that could be tweaked about it, though. Well, anything could be made better. Yeah. It just depends on whose opinion of better is right. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hence the gridlock. Cons- if, we can have, if we can have honest intellectual conversations, honest conversations, mm-hmm. I can see... Your good points and my good points. I can see your shitty points and your shitty points. We can see each other's. We can figure out a way mm-hmm. to come up with something better. I'm okay with it, but that's not how things work. No, unfortunately. Not right now. It's you're wrong. I'm right. This is how I want to do it because I want us to win. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. 
that's 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 government. That's the left and the right. That is mm-hmm. the two party system. Mm-hmm. By design. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're doing it. You know, they're 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 really really proving that all you know anything they want to do is for a win. Just I mean, like we talked about with you know illegal immigrants earlier. You know that goes right into uh, ways they're trying to take over the elections, uh, and and not just you know they're trying to get rid of the electoral college. They're trying to now you think uh, Yale, yes, uh, Yale just did a study uh, recently that said the number of illegal immigrants, and it said that most of the time you see in the news whatever like they say there's like 11 million illegal immigrants and everything but it's somewhere north of like 22 million actually is what they found that's yale um so you 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 take those numbers and the actual facts show that the overwhelming majority of first time immigrant voters vote democrat mhm so what do you think they're trying to do? Get rid of the Electoral College. Go with the popular vote. Allow over 22 million illegals vote, because that's what they want as well. They yeah, want illegals to, to vote. vote. Oh, okay. Plus, plus 100,000 a month. They want to open the borders. They want to let illegals vote and get rid of the Electoral College and just go by popular vote. Because they know for a damn fact that most of them are going to vote Democrat. And in case those things don't work, we'll just lower the voting age to 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are we shifting to I the think we topic? Are. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, without your knowledge, I have a video clip. Mm. Tucker was talking about this, and he brought up Bernie Bro talking about immigration. So let's have a listen. Democrats are finding it harder and harder to win the votes of ordinary American citizens. Instead, they have a new strategy, create a new voter pool, let 16-year-olds vote, open the borders, and now give the vote even to violent criminals who are still behind bars. In Iowa on Saturday, Bernie Sanders argued that those who break America's laws still should be able to help make them. In your home state of Vermont, that incarcerated people are allowed to vote. Yes. Would you commit to that idea? Would you commit to that on a nationwide scale? I think that is absolutely the direction we should go. Let incarcerated people vote. Keep in mind that plenty of prisons are located in rural areas. Most of them are, actually. It's perfectly possible that inmates could wind up running the town that holds them because they'd be the biggest voting block. Expect that to be a Democratic litmus test by the end of May. Just one more thing on the list of crap to try to win elections. Yep. Wow. Uh, also, um, I didn't have that sound clip. I thought that was the sound clip where we talked about immigration. But recently, he's on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. He was making sense on the border. We can't allow this to be happening. He said that. Bernie did? Yes. We can't allow what to be happening. This all this craziness at the border, the, the all these illegals coming in, we can't perpetuate it. Obama said the same thing recently. I know I about shit my pants too. This was a thing. Hmm. Whether it was pandering or not, 
Yeah, but that's like the opposite. I know. Wow. I mean, I'm, Bernie's probably pandering. Whoa, yeah. He was but, probably in some swing state or some shit. Bernie probably is, but why is Barry doing it? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't recently. Maybe it was... Barry did it back in the day. Yeah, maybe that was what they were bringing up. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, Bernie mm-hmm. said that, and I was like, oh, he's pandering. But. That's the thing. They act like they're just trying to make everything better in America. Like they're trying to make America great. You know, they're, you know, but, you know, allowing illegals be, uh, to to come in and vote. And, you know, and, many and Republicans. Getting, getting rid of the Electoral College and letting, apparently, prisoners vote and everything else. They act like they're just trying to make it a better life for everybody. Right. And make it's, right. it's not. It's about making, putting Democrats in power forever. Yeah, that is the, exactly what they want. Yeah, the Democratic. Power and control. The Democratic Party's position is open borders. But I would argue that. There are many on the right. They want the same thing. Well, at least, you know, Republicans in Congress and the Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they could get those votes, they're right there with it. But they won't. They would do the same thing they would for do the, the same, same thing. If, yeah, if they could, if they thought that they were going to get all the votes, they would do the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, look at Lin- Lindsey Graham. He wanted to give amnesty. Because he knew that that would switch, the, that would flip the Dreamer votes. Yeah. But it's the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not okay either. It's not. I agree with that for the Dreamers. It's not their fault they got put in this fucking political mess. Fine. But, I mean, there are plenty of open borders Republicans out there, too. No, absolutely. This is not just a left issue. They are the ones that exploit it the most. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because it's in their hand right now. And it's like I said, the Democratic Party can't exist without a permanent underclass right people dependent on the government yeah, you don't bite the hand that feeds you mm-hmm. you vote for it mm-hmm. i've said for years and i mean years and years and years and years there's since college that uh if you're on government assistance i don't think you should be able to vote it's a bribe it's the government's yeah, bribing you yeah mm-hmm. and i mean i'm sorry if you think that's wrong but i i think the government is literally paying you to vote the way whoever gives you more money. Well, that's not right. It's valid. And I mean, think about it. That goes deep. I mean, yeah. how many farmers around here get government assistance? Oh, that plenty. shit counts too. Plenty. I'm not mm-hmm. talking just welfare. Yeah, it's not just the left. The right gets just you know, just fuck much, Sam. You know. Sam Walton can't fucking vote then. Yeah, you know. Let's pause this for a second. I want to plug something. Not plug it, but. If you're a concerned citizen anywhere in the United States, I would, if, you, if you're interested in figuring out where your money is getting spent, um, there is a website and there is an app for, for your cellular devices called Open the Books. Open the Books. You should I check it out. All the time. You can see farmer welfare on that. You can see what your uh, postmaster's making a year, what your school teachers, what your city workers. It's all public information. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested, you should check it out. Yeah, open the books. They have an app. Yep, and it's 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 really good. Yeah, you put in a. I think you just put in the zip code. Yeah, you can go by zip code. You can go by a lot of different things. Yeah. it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's eye opening. Let's mm-hmm. let's say that. Yeah, that's nuts. That's good. It's great. 
Yes. If, if you care, if you care at all, I about can't. I wish I could accountability. I, I wish I knew the guy who. Yeah, I've that. heard him in interviews before. Yeah, smart man. Yes, one hundred percent. It's good times. But yeah, it, this is just total bullshit that they have to perpetuate. Adam. Andrzejewski, A N D R Z E J E W S K I. I think you said that perfectly. Andrzejewski. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Well, good job, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you want government accountability? This is a tool to put in your tool bag. Yeah. You it doesn't matter what level you want to go after. You want to talk to your uh, your U.S. senator, your your house rep, mm. or your state senator, or or you want to go to your village hall meeting, right? Or your school board meeting. You can figure out mm-hmm. what's going on. Listen, Mister Principal, I think that <laughs> you make too much or whatever. You know where he's from? Where's he from? Hersher. Good. Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? He was a, a, yeah. Open the books was a major. It's a major Illinois thing. Yeah, hmm. he was on a local show that I was listening. I heard. Yeah. Not hey, lo- I guess uh, Adam. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Adam is a businessman and government transparency advocate from the town of Hersher, Illinois, and now resides in Hinsdale. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, since 2011, Adam has spearheaded a national effort to capture and display all government spending at OpenTheBooks.com. Dude, we should try to get him on the show. That'd be awesome. That'd be badass. That'd be awesome. I am a, I, I mean, I have his app on my phone. I, I have do. had it for a very long time. I I, I, it's a very good app. What is it, 2019? And I think I've had it since, like... 2012 not shitty yeah i haven't had it that long but i've had it for a few years yeah i was this years old when i found out about it you guys suck you were, you were today you were today years old we've definitely friends. been on that app before talking with you yeah, i know yeah, i know yeah. we have but yeah they have a website it's open phones like every month because you lose it or break I it or break whatever. them a lot yeah hmm. well the more you know yeah 100 percent Hold their feet to the fire. All the tools we have at our disposal we need to be using. Especially in the state of Illinois, in the state of despair. Oh, Jesus, it's so sad. (sighs) I'll tell you what, that one guy who, that one state rep, or house rep, whatever the hell he is, Alan Skillicorn, the guy that, that mm-hmm. endorsed cash. Mm-hmm. Damn near everything I see that guy talking about, I agree with. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. We should see if we can get him on the show, too. I'd like to talk to him. We're technically helping him, <laughs> in a way, on Twitter uh, with a group of oh, yeah? people and everything else. I don't we, we don't really do anything, but... Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool that he like supported... He, he was like the only person in the... Mm-hmm. Congress, whatever that he's, I think he's a congressman. Yeah, cash. The only one that endorsed him. I like that, but then I've started seeing some of the shitty saying stuff he's speaking out against. I'm just like, dude, I like this guy. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Well, if he wants some t-shirts or something someday, whenever it gets closer to time for that shit or anything else, we'll be down for another election. Mm Mm-hmm. He says some funky hair, but I like what he says. <laughs> he does. I don't know. I guess I never I saw, really paid I saw him in a video. I'm like, whoa, bro. It's not like he's not. He doesn't have like a 
three foot tall mohawk that's pink. It's just, I looked at him. It's interesting. Let him live his life, bro. I know. <laughs> I just at least saw he him. has hair. I have hair. <laughs> <laughs> Some. It's a little rabbit hole. It's just everywhere else. You have one too. Shut up. Barely. I don't. I'm bald ing. Not bald. I'm not bald either. I just My wear a hat. Brother all the time. is bald. I'll be there at some point. Yeah. Yep. We good? Yep. I'm good. Tell us. I gotta pee. Tell us about the website. Tell us about the social medias and I'll close her out. Orphans of the American Dream dot com. Find some shirts and stuff. Articles. Any kind of news that we're gonna update on. Um Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook. AOD underscore studios on Twitter. What'd you say? AOD. Oh. <laughs> wow. I think it's because I was I had AOC, man. That's what's yeah. screwing me up. Lil AOC. Lil AOC. Lil AOC. Representing. Uh O A D underscore studios on Twitter. Um Yep. We're active. You see our stuff. So Yeah, do it. Go there. Go to orphans of the American Dream dot com. Buy a shirt, buy a mug. Peace, bitches. Little AOC!